This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Tuesday, and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. All right, it is Tuesday, and I am here with Sunny Austin. Hello, Sunny. Hello, Brian. So happy to have you back here. <laughs> I want to start with last week's shocking revelation that you <laughs> had dated Carl Anthony Payne, a.k.a. Cockroach, from The Cosby Show, and that you had never mentioned it to Manny. We need to hear what was his reaction to this news. You know, uh, Manny and I are quite similar in that we don't really watch sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't watch them as children. We're book readers. We're we're both nerds, as you know. And so it had to. It, it took him a while to, to even realize him. who he was. <laughs> and then he was like, "I feel like I heard that." Uh, okay. He was okay. He could care less. Right. It was he was just not consumed like, with jealousy. No, he was like, I was like. You know, he was a big star. Sure. And he was like, okay. Yeah. That's... I mean, I feel like if I found out like my wife dated Zach Morris or something, I'd be very, no, or AC Slater. I have a very confident, you know, confident man yeah. who... Um, he knows what he has and just, he's, he knows, yeah. 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 All right. Well, it, it did, it did nothing. There were no sparks that flew, no arguments ensued. No, I'm not disappointed. It was but like I'm a, a little like disappointed. A dud. Yeah. All right. Well... That's fine. I, I uh, and and have you heard from uh, Cockroach or? I haven't heard from Anthony. Yes, I call I his name is Carl Anthony. So I, I always called him Anthony. Yeah. Um, I have not heard from him. Okay, but but I'm also not on social media the way I used to be. All right, so, so we'll see. I mean, there there, <laughs> I, I could see a reunion happening at some point, um, which would be very exciting. Um, we today we had on the show we had Ariana Debose oh, who is phenomenal and such I a love star. Her. Um, I know you do. And one of the things you said before is as another Afro-Latina, yeah. she helps you feel less alone in the industry. I just feel really seen with her. You know, we we, we became buddies, yeah. actually, after her first appearance on our show. And, and I went to her one-woman show, which I'm so sorry if people didn't see that because it was just phenomenal. She has the range. She has the pipe. She has the acting ability. I mean, real triple threat. Dancing. I, I was... And I'm not one that likes these like one person shows mm-hmm. Oh my, or musicals, really. And I was enthralled. And um, she's just really sparkly to me. She's like, a star she's and a just star. radiates it all the time. And yes. um, I think I'm excited for more and more people. I mean, she's not hardly not known, but yeah. the more and she's more an people Academy that see Award her. Award-winning yeah. Afro-Latina. And, and I just, I don't know, there's something about her. You know, she was on our show today and I watched Wish, the movie, she has cornrows. My daughter just asked me yesterday. She's like, would you mind if I, um, you know, went to this braiding place and, and got um, braids done? Only she's only asking my permission because I would be paying for it. right? Because she <laughs> just if she could do it herself, she would just do it. And of course, I, I was like, I'll pay for it. And Ariana walks out like that. And so I have an Afro Latina daughter. And it's just like I, I'm thinking she's got braids. My kids getting braids. She I feel seen. I think a lot of other kids will feel seen because for some reason to this day, multi a multiracial identity is somewhat incomprehensible to a segment of our population. 
I mean, I was speaking to Nathan, our our social media person, and he still gets the silly tweets and things that say, oh, is Sunny Puerto Rican today? Mm -hmm. Because I pronounce something in my native language because um, Spanish is my first language. Yeah. And, and I have people say, oh, is Sunny Black today? Well, I'm Puerto Rican and Black and part Jewish every freaking day. I've had these discussions with her as well. Yeah, right? I'm sure like, We are multiracial every single day. And it's such a blessing because you have so many cultures that you can draw upon for your life identity and your life experience. And for people to try to make you choose one or the other is really... Um, it's unfair. And it's, it's unfair and yeah. it feels very uncomfortable yeah. and it makes you upset. And just to see her winning... It just it means everything to me. I mean, I, I'm winning vicariously through her. The last time she was here, she was a star of a big film, and now she returns an Oscar winner yeah. and, and a Disney heroine. I mean, yeah. that's phenomenal. She, she's yeah. just uh, she's she's the real deal. And you know, she told a really great story today about getting backlash after she expressed her ambition to yeah. leave Hamilton, part of the ensemble of Hamilton, and try to become a feature person, try yeah. to become a yeah. become a star. Has this ever happened to you? How do you feel oh, about yes. female ambition and the way it's perceived? You know, ambition is not a dirty word. Yeah. Um, I think it's just another word for dreams, you know, and there are so many dream killers out there and haters. And I certainly have had this experience because, as you, you know, people say, oh, Sonny always says it. Well, being a federal prosecutor was a really important job for me because I was sort of the safety net for people that were illegally charged. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember when Meek Mill was on sure. and he was someone who had a forced confession beaten out of him. I, I saw his mugshot and I said, what happens to your face? And he said, you're the first person that's ever asked me that. So I was, I would never try a case, a confession case with a mugshot that had somebody's eyes beaten out. Yeah. Right. Because that means that was a forced confession. So that was a very important part of my life. But I also, had a journalism degree and I wanted to write and I wanted to be a broadcast journalism. And I had so many dream killers, ambition killers in my life that it took me years to do it. And when I finally made the jump, I'll never forget. I was on Court TV and uh, Jack, who became a friend of mine, um, said, this is the first time we've seen this lady on air, but it won't be the last. And that he was the first person that saw that I could do it. But I can't begin to tell you how many times in my life, including when I went to audition for this show when I was on CNN, mm -hmm. that I won't name the person, but someone said, you'll never get that job. And it it's so hurtful when you're just trying to branch out and you're trying to be bigger and you're trying to make your dream bigger right. and make it come true that someone says, no, you're not good enough or that's not for you. But you're able to turn that into fuel to a certain extent. I turn like. it into fuel, yeah. but I will still say it is hurtful. It was hurtful sure. when I when I wrote my first fiction book. No one's going to read that. You know, so it put, like that's an that was always an ambition of mine. I wanted to be a New York Times bestselling author. That's what I wanted. And so I poured my heart into that book and it happened. And so when people say, you know, Oh, well, she lacks humility. I hear that a lot as well. Oh, you know, she thinks she's smarter than everybody else. No, I just dream big. Mm -hmm. I just dream big and that's it. And I put in the work. Yeah. 
I mean, and there's a certain amount of jealousy, I think, that comes with... I don't know what it is because, you know, I mean, I came from the projects. Why would right. you be jealous of someone like me? I didn't have food and, 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 and heat and hot water. Like, I'm not a person that comes from means. So I, I, I never quite understand I think people are, being jealous of hard work. I think there are people who genuinely don't have those ambitions, and that's yeah. fine. And I don't think everyone has to yeah. have that. There are people that are comfortable and happy with where they are. Yeah. And then I also think there are people... People that do have those ambitions but are too afraid to take the chances. Yes. And I think that's where the jealousy because comes from. Because it's scary as hell. Yeah. Okay. It is really scary to leave your your comfy legal job and think that you can be a, a legal correspondent when no one on any television program looks like you. It's a it's really scary. Like I felt like throwing up the first day that I was on air. I'm sure. <laughs> you, you, that's how you feel. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really interesting, and it, it is unfair. And I think, and I do think, it's unfairly expressed towards women more so. Yes. Um. But it was great to hear her talk about that because I think it, I loved. That. These are the conversations our show has that other places don't. They and it's do not important. have them. And she was so vulnerable in that moment. I thought, and I thought it was very brave to say, you know, I'm ambitious. Well, speaking of bravery and conversations other shows don't have, we talked about <laughs> RFK Jr. today. Oh. Taking, uh, being seen barefoot oh. on a plane, which is a unique kind of bravery. Um, oh. Tell tell me your take on this. What, what, what... You know, I as you know, some people may not know, I'm a bit of a germaphobe. I'm aware. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. A lot of like Lysol wipes and Clorox wipes yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I have seen that once before. You've seen the barefoot man I on a plane? I saw a barefoot woman. Ooh. And she walked into the bathroom and I whipped out my camera because I didn't think (laughs) anyone would believe that I had seen this disgusting, despicable act of lack of hygiene. Mm -hmm. And so I basically started taking I took several pictures of her feet. Mm -hmm. I was looking at the flight attendant who was looking back at me and like nodding. Yes, that it was very disgusting. And then the woman caught me. Oh, and then I. I just, Did she confront you? She didn't confront me, but I just like put the phone down. Yeah, okay. But this is not the first time that I have seen it. And again, there's a lot of stuff I think that's going on in that bat on that bathroom floor. And I just someone that would do that is not fit to that run our country. It disqualifies him to run our country. All right, so we have multiple times indicted <laughs> versus barefoot on a plane. Is it's there the same same thing? Okay, well there we same. go. Same. Wow. Disgusting. All right. I think that's uh, a new level of disqualification, but <laughs> I'm okay. I haven't seen that amendment, but I'm gonna take your I'm gonna take your word for it. Uh, it's somewhere in the 14th amendment. Oh, there we go. Okay. I, think I read it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Woodward and Bernstein, pen and paper, wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We didn't talk about this on the show today, but um, the Supreme Court adopted an ethics code, which is something you've been talking about for a long time. Finally, And there have been reports, as we all know, of undisclosed gifts and travel. What can do we, you make can of, we say Clarence Thomas? You can say whatever you like. <laughs> is there... Um, is this enough? Is it too late after the fact? Does it need to be something constitutional you know, I, or Congress I, passing? What do you think? The, the Supreme Court has been um, sort of the the most untouchable court in the land forever, right? Yeah. It, it had no code of ethics. They answered to no one. Mm -hmm. um, even the chief judge really doesn't have the power. It's like corralling cats. I'm a member of the Supreme Court bar. I've sat in that in those courtrooms. I've written amicus briefs. It's sort of like the Wild West of the law because no one is above them. And so I think this is a step in the right direction. They needed that ethics code because if you are the person or people charged with with making law, really, or interpreting law, they would they would say they just interpret the law, but they make new law. We know that now. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. Uh, yeah. We've seen that. I think you have to be above reproach. And I know when you're a prosecutor at the Department of Justice, there are certain gifts you can't receive. Here, you yeah, can't receive. When you're receive, host of The View. When you're host of The View, I think it's, what, a $70 cap Something on a gift? Like That's um, I think it's 25 It used to be $25 at the mm -hmm. Justice Department. So I'm I'm uh, happy about it, but I will say this. What I didn't see is, w like, what are the penalties when they break the ethic 
tax code. Right. It's still... <laughs> so I'm wondering if it's a nice, nice shiny code with no teeth. Is this them getting ahead of it? Or is it... Uh... You think they're just trying to cover themselves before Congress makes a move? I, or I, I'm I'm hopeful that that it's meaningful and that yeah. it's real and that they are holding themselves accountable, um, so that they can restore faith in the Supreme Court because statistically, people don't trust the Supreme Court in vast numbers in the way that they used to. Yeah, and it's sad. That's a real stat. Yeah. And so I'm I'm hopeful that. The engine or the intention behind this was so that they could regain the trust of the American people. But without teeth, without penalties, that's not going to fly. Yeah. Well, we'll have to stay tuned. That's just Sonny's hot take. Sonny's hot take. (laughs) From Hostin, we have a problem. (laughs) All right. Now, let's talk about uh, something very important here. Yesterday, yes. I went on Twitter, X, whatever you call it. X, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know don't. you're not there right now, I'm not really. there because it's a hellscape because of Elon Musk. It's a hellscape that I have to keep an eye on. <laughs> but I decided to poll some of our loyal viewers on uh, oh, for gosh. questions, ideas okay. from them on things to talk to you oh, about, gosh. and all the hosts. Brian, um, you if, didn't. I did, and if anyone who's listening <laughs> would like to submit questions, oh, please find me on at Brian Teta. And... Here's a few that that stuck out to me, and I wanted to get your opinion on. Okay. For starters, you've been very vocal about your feelings about the Republican Party in general. Okay. Is there any acceptable Republican running or not running for president who Sonny thinks could help bring the country together? You know, at one point, and I, I preface this by saying I have, as you know, a lot of Republicans in my family. Yeah. And so politics are like off the table on Thanksgiving because of the arguments that have ensued. Um, I have yet to meet someone (laughs) that I trust in what they are saying, because I find sometimes, at least when they're speaking to me, they're duplicitous because they want me to believe them. So like Mm -hmm. I actually thought Adam Kinzinger Mm -hmm. was, it appears to be reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then I start talking to some other people and they're like, no. <laughs> and then I thought, well, Liz Cheney is really stepping up. And then you learn that she voted like 98, 99 percent of the time with Trump. Mm-hmm. So for me, the principles that the party stands for don't align with my fundamental principles, which is equality and justice for all, inclusiveness, government should be be taking care of uh, social security shouldn't be taken away you know the platform just doesn't jive so we're gonna say no my values (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna say no i mean given that you've you've publicly called for the abolishment of the party i think uh, i'm not surprised by this the value i i i don't see that they share the values of this great country that they should. I don't think they hold those values. Now, I know I'm going to get so much hate mail for that. Well, you won't read it, so it'll be fine. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'll read it and let you know. Um, all right. Well, moving to, to a different kind of topic. Um, this is a personal question. Okay. When did you know that Manny was marriage material? The same day I met him. Really? Yes. I actually, and uh, my, my voice friend, very high there. My, my friend told me this. Uh, she told this story at our wedding. I met Manny in church, or rather I saw him. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I was training for a marathon and I wasn't really dressed appropriately and he had this suit on. And I see this really good looking guy walk in with his friend. And then I stalked him and followed him to a bagel shop, which was across the street from St. Philip and James Church in Baltimore. And I just sort of struck up a conversation because, you know, me, I could talk to a wall and he was very much a wall because he was dating somebody mm. but, uh, and he's a very loyal person. But I got out of him that um, he spoke Spanish. I got out of him that he was also multiracial, uh, that he was well-traveled. He was born in Spain and visited Spain. I got out of him that he was in medical school and about to start a residency in orthopedic surgery. I knew I could tell he was uh, he was from New York. He had moved to New York. I could tell he was brilliant. And we talked for about half an hour and I left and I called my friend Lisa and I said, I just met my husband. He just doesn't know it yet. Wow. Yep. That's pretty good. He uh, didn't know it, though. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't be doing my job. It wasn't returned. <laughs> I, I think there's some new information here. I didn't realize that when you met Manny in church, he had a girlfriend already. So Yes, he did. How long did that relationship last? You know, we were friends mm -hmm. until he broke up with her. Okay. And to and for, for years after, she was a, a fellow medical student. Mm -hmm. um, and she believed that, that we dated while they were together. And that is not true because mm -hmm. Manny is not that guy and right. I'm not that girl. Oh wow! Um, and so we were friends and I can say I kept my eye on him mm -hmm. and I can say that I put on a little extra lip gloss every time I knew I would sure. see him somewhere. Sure. But we did not go out because he had a girlfriend and then, and he then had he, an ambition. I had an ambition. <laughs> and, and when he realized he had an ambition, he broke it off with her. Okay. So, so everything I was above board. I, I probably was the reason for the breakup, mm -hmm. but nothing happened before the breakup. How long are we talking? About a year. About a year. Okay, yeah. so it took you a year to break him down. Yeah, it took about yeah. a year. He's 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 tough All that right. one, and he's very very loyal. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, see, this is interesting. I did see? not know this. Yeah, this but I but I knew, and it, it's sad because I, I hear people now that that have these checklists. Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know, old, getting older. I was approaching thirty. I had a checklist in my mind. I wanted someone that was similarly a professional because sure. I worked so many hours and I was so ambitious. I knew I had dated like a lot of um, musicians and mm -hmm. like like people that don't work like the 12, 15, 16 hours right. that I was working. And those relationships never worked out because they didn't understand what I did. They didn't understand sure. my passion. They didn't understand my work ethic. And so I needed someone that had all those qualities that Manny had. So the minute people say, oh, you just wanted to marry a doctor, the minute I heard doctor and surgery and a five-year residency was coming, I thought this guy can hang with me because I'm going to be at the Justice Department for hours and hours and hours, and he's not going to be upset about it. So that's one of the, that was very attractive to me. And I, it's tr attractive now because sometimes we don't see each other until 10 o'clock at night because he has surgeries all day, and I'm writing books and doing The View and doing Nightline and all these kinds of things. Right. So you guys both have your own personal... It, it works really yeah. well. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. Um, all right, this one, this might be my favorite question. Um, if you were being charged for murder, yeah, and which I can't imagine, well, maybe. It's um, possible. <laughs> which View co-host would you want to defend you in court other than yourself, of course? Joy. Joy. Interesting. Tell she, me why. She's really smart. and she's She really, is very smart. And she's really passionate. She is very passionate. And if she had a legal degree, she would be a scorched earth type attorney. And that's what you need to win a murder case. Okay. You wouldn't be worried that, like, in closing arguments, she'd just divert to Trump or something? No. No? Okay. No. No. And, she, and, and even, even if she did, 
She's so likable. She's funny. She is funny. And again, she's scorched earth in her beliefs. Yes. And so that's who you want in your corner. Like I will I will take a Joy Behar in my corner any day. Wow. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. And yeah. then uh, my final question from the viewers, which former co-host that you've had do you miss the most at the table? Gosh, I've had a lot of them. You've had a lot of co-hosts, yeah. I, I, I was reminded that this is my seventh season. Mm-hmm. I would say Raven. Oh, I miss Raven too. <laughs> Just because she was like, you know, you hear all these things about child stars being like crazy mm-hmm. and she was not. No. Like she was very grounded for someone that had been in the business so long. Like I remember watching her on the Cosby show. Yeah. And then to be able to work with her and know that she was just a real genuine person. She still owes me a painting. She's a wonderful artist. <laughs> Uh, I even offered to buy one and she hasn't painted anything for me. Um, but she's she's just very authentic. She'll try anything. I remember she would do that thing with her hair, like all different colors of hair. And oh, the raven wheel. The raven Not wheel with the, with the hair. <laughs> um, I remember that. She's a great singer. I went to karaoke party with her. Didn't know she sang. I am... Not a good singer, as you now know, Brian. Um, and she had like st- the stars from Hamilton were getting up there. And I, Manny and I were sitting there like, we cannot possibly get up there and sing anything. Um, Raven just had something kind of special. Yeah, it's always a treat when she comes back and visits. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. some it's something kind of special and it's very authentic. She actually even came. I'm going to be honest. I I never saw anything Raven was in other than the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know her whole Disney universe sure. thing. And um, I invited her to my house for an Easter egg hunt. And I had a lot of kids there. Oh, they must have gone and, crazy. And they went berserk, including my own children. And I was so horrified. She handled it with such grace. It, just her whole life has been like that. She yeah. became almost part of the party. And mm-hmm. she was like walking around and handing out candy. Oh. And... Um, I will always be thankful to her for that because my kids got to say Raven Simone was at their house. So that was like gave them a lot of street cred and she just handled it with such grace. And I had to explain to her that I had never seen anything she was in. More than, she probably appreciates that. She always thinks it's weird that I've seen everything she's in. I haven't seen anything. More than once I've been sitting on the couch with my kids watching her show and she's called my cell phone <laughs> and they're still not impressed. But for me, I'm like, this is this is like yeah. if I was watching the Brady Bunch and Marsha Brady called. I know. Like, it's amazing. I've never but, seen yeah. any of her things, but I remember her from the Cosby show and she's awesome. Yeah, no, she is. All right. Well, this was fun. Um, thank you for joining me today, Sonny. You bet. Tomorrow I'll be back with joy. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> and uh, she thank- better say that I'm the one that would she would want to represent I think her. So yeah. she better say that, man. No, I think so. I've I don't, actually I, think... I put people in jail. For I, living, I, I think but... we have to remove you from the question because it's not really fair. <laughs> You're a lawyer. I mean, of she course we call you me. first. All right. Well, listen. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> if you get a moment, please uh, rate and review our podcast. People uh, really are doing that, and it's fun to read and see what they like and what they don't like. And uh, thank you for being here. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author, and I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. 
We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts.